Hey, welcome to a bonus episode dealio thingy of the Battle Science Podcast, a Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we talk about Pokemon Go PvP and how the game and all that stuff relates to all the stuff I just said. This is a little bonus thing recorded the evening of the last day of Pokemon Go Fest on that Sunday. Um, this is a pre-recorded little intro thing because I wasn't quite sure if it was going to go up on podcast services. And then very quickly, I decided it was going to go up on podcast services, in which case I need to thank our Battle Science Patreon producers. You can go over to patreon.com slash battle science and support us at the $5 tier or more to become a podcast producer. Shout out to our producers for the month of July, Dolphin93, Jmar, and Winston the Champ. Thank you for backing us, or you can back us at a dollar tier or more and get access to the Battle Science After Dark podcast, a Patreon-exclusive podcast where we talk about whatever strikes our fancy with whatever tone or language we feel is appropriate. So a little bit of, a little bit of spicy adult content there. <clears throat> Not necessarily explicit, but you can go over to patreon.com slash battle science and support us there. Um, just like our Patreon producers did or the handful of other Patreon backers. So thank you for checking this out. Uh, go ahead and give this a listen. Uh, it's a fun little ranty thingy, uh, I did. So, um, we'll catch you next week for a battle science, regular scheduled battle science podcast. Pikachu! Go fast. 2021. Uh... I'm going to intro this because it's, I don't know, who knows who's going to be listening to this now or later. Uh, my name is Steven, a.k.a. Boy in the Woods, uh, one half of Battle Science. It is 7.42 on Sunday, July 18th, 2021. The evening of the 2021 GoFest Sunday. So GoFest is over. And I just wanted to sort of ramble on about my thoughts of GoFest and how it went and chat to other people and see how it went for them and, uh, you know, celebrate the victories and lament the losses of what was, uh, I mean, put simply, a fantastic weekend. So, um, let's see. Where do I start? Because it was two days. Oh, goodness gracious. Spalak, if you're on the keyboard, where should I start? Should I start day one? Should I start with wins and losses? I don't know. Um, I'm going to say um a lot. I'm just going to have to deal with that. We're all going to have to deal with that a little bit. If I get... Oh, bug. If I get a headstone, it's probably just going to say, like, Stephen Um Nelson. So that's just going to be how it is. Let's see. Let's let's go with day one. I'm gonna I'm gonna pop over to the Pokemon Go blog. My phone is running a little low on battery. I'll plug it in when we get to showcasing particular Pokemon. Let's see. It's gonna be updates. Pokemon Go Live. The blog. Post. Let's see. I think this is it. 
Yeah, Pokemon Go Fest 2021 details. All right, day one, Saturday. Spawns, spawns, a whole lot of spawns. Spawns research, the event research, music themed, Meloetta costumed Pokemon. Did I mention spawns? Um, off the bat, and something I mentioned very early on was I was a little sad that there wasn't a nice type uh, block within the the biomes, basically the hourly biomes. Um, I'm a little sad just because snowy weather doesn't come around often, and like winter events with ice types again don't come around very often so getting those ice types generally speaking you're you're looking for glacier glacial lures for some ice types there's a very small percentage of glacial lures or glacial lure spawns that are ice types you're primarily seeing snow runt snover and i think feel is a base water there's one or two other like little ice types cryogonal I think um, and then snover grass ice you'll see weather boosted in sunny weather you'll see snover which gives you the ice type spawn but you don't see a whole lot of ice types uh, glacier lure three hours that's the one thing there was three hours of lures that was solid people would throw them down you'd have them the Saturday, myself, Jesse, and our buddy Chris went down to Seattle Center to hang out, and we saw a couple couple other people, um, hung out briefly with a couple other people, but primarily walked around Seattle Center. Fantastic spawns. I mean, I don't know how much of that is general event or how much of that was Niantic having a little bit of a presence. Like, it wasn't crazy. They had like an info booth. They had a couple of photo ops. And then they had, I think, from what I saw, maybe six people, like in pairs, going around and handing out like postcards and Pikachu hat things, like a cardboard uh, cutout that you could fold into hats. Um, or I guess technically, more technically, visors. Um, which was cool. It was cool to see the sort of there'd be a presence there you wouldn't generally speaking you wouldn't see like a player organization do something like that or at least i don't think you would see a player organization do something like that so for niantic to be there and to sort of be present in the community is i think in a game that's so remote and you can play wherever i think is that it was is it's it's not important but i think was uh, cool and a little bit more I don't know helpful I guess there was yes there were basically not exclusive but like during the hours of GoFest there were bonus stops that were placed um, specifically the ones that I noticed specifically were the info booth and the photo op locations um, I think around Seattle Center there were a couple of other extra stops which helped a bit with spawns and then, you know, the couple of extra uh, pieces of field research to get. But for the most part, it was 
all its own. Um, Seattle Center, tons of people. Like, you had your general traffic of, like, people walking around, exercising, enjoying the weather, walking their dogs, and, of course, it being Seattle, your, um, you know, population of uh, the homeless um, and the the... I don't know, the, the, the rest of the population of Seattle, but you had a lot of Pokemon Go players. Like, an, a, a... Probably... I, I don't... A number of Pokemon Go players that I haven't been out and about to see since community days of old. Which is a really weird phrase to say. I guess it's been, what, 18, 19 months now of COVID, but it was crazy to see a lot of masks a, a quite a bit of social distancing i did i wasn't still in the back of my mind we still have the delta variant and we still have covid out and about a lot but a lot of seattle specifically a lot of king county and a lot of western washington is vaccinated so there's i'm still headspace wise in a in a little bit more edged uh a little more nervous area than I think most people are, but um, definitely set a little bit more at ease, of, uh, as well as myself, wearing a mask 99, 98% of the time, uh, the couple of times we're sitting down and, and eating um, off to the side. But... Um, oh, went to hydrate, got a piece of ice. Um... Let's see. Saturday, 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 Saturday. Um, biomes. The biomes were cool. Um, we've seen it before. We saw it with GoFest 2020. We saw it, I believe, with Kanto as well, where there were biomes that would cycle through. Uh, oh, okay, technically, habitats, I guess is what they called them. Um, I'll highlight them here. Um, jungle desert or jungle desert mountain ocean beach and cave now if you're a pvp'er desert mountain was like the golden era you had an hour of um what oh no desert mountain or was it cave it was one of the two jungle was arguably one of the least impressive although you had a lot of spawns of swaddle like, in impressive amounts of spawns of Swaddle. Um, speaking of Swaddle, I got to that. Um, I got myself a nice Livani that's already evolved. It's waiting power up. I'm excited. I'm excited to have this thing. The It was either Desert Mountain or Cave where you had a, one of the two forms of Stunfisk. You had Dino and Gibble. No, it was Desert Mountain. Dino, Gibble, Shield on, Air on. I wanted the shiny Air on. It never came. Shiny Air on never came, and that was one of the my biggest disappointments. Um, it'll. I'll get my shiny. Uh, my. I'll get my shiny Air on at some point. I just have to have patience and perseverance. The let's see the two dragons. So Dino. 
uh, Dino Gibble, one of the two forms of Stunfisk, which was a regular Stunfisk, uh, ground electric. And then I think Scroopy, although that might have been during Cave. I don't remember exactly. Actually, let me check my spawns here. I can check my spawns to get a general sense of which hours we were in from yesterday. Yeah, I'm at a quarter battery. This is a little rough. Um, let's see. Yesterday, yesterday, yesterday. I think a good third of my box is currently... No, not a third. That's that's a over dramatizing how much I have from GoFest. I caught a lot in GoFest, like a lot from GoFest. That's not quite true. The the amount. Um, was it Smurgle? What would have been the first catch from GoFest? Let's see. Nope. Not quite. Not quite. Where's my... Oh, God. Oh, God. Where did all of these come from? Is my internet not working? Because I just got a dozen chat notifications. Dino were... Uh, Dino were actually, for me, I was actually quite impressed with the Dino spawn rate. It was significantly better than... Or it was... I don't know. It, maybe it met my expectations. Um, I'll get to I'll get to Sunday. We'll, we'll get to Sunday. Uh, let's see. Did somebody raid? Am I missing something? Did I just get raided and I didn't get the notification? Um, what's... Okay, where's my... Where in the Sam heck am I? Where am I? Uh, Larvitar were all over the place. Pharisee were all over the place. They were wild. Titar, Skarmory... Regular Stunfisk in the, the Desert Mountain Biome. The Desert Mountain Biome was juicy. Also, Hippopotas, if, uh, if Hippopotas is something you're interested in as far as PvP. It's incredibly versatile, if not a little squishy. But the fact that it can run the all, was it, all three fangs um, and then has, like, Bite Crunch and now has Rock Weather Ball is... Mm. Mm. A lot of people are sleeping on uh, hip out on. Um, biomes are cool. I would say jungle was probably the least impressive for the most part. I mean, maybe that's just living in the Pacific Northwest in like and in parts where we play daily is forest biome. We're basically in like the Canto or not Canto, the Pallet Town of regions as far as the mix of spawns that we get here. Um, jung jungle was all right. The biggest thing I think in jungle was Sawaddle for me. Um, I was looking out for... Um, I was looking out for Sawaddle and something else. Scyther were something I was looking out for. I did appreciate the Froki spawns, although I imagine most people are like, ah, it's going to get a community day, which it's going to get a community day, 
but I'm down to prep as well as I can uh, beforehand. Um, let's see. I think Krogunk. Krogunk has been like this is coming from a PvP standpoint, not from like a general collector standpoint. Krogunk or Toxic Croak has been absolutely anywhere it possibly can be relevant. It's been relevant. So the fact that Krogunk were spawning is incredibly important for anyone that doesn't have one yet. Um, oh, I would honestly say Desert Mountain was one of my favorites. D oh, DJ, you're in uh, New Zealand? Yeah, I... Uh, goodness gracious. Speed raids? I'm going to need an explanation on that at some point. That sounds nuts. I'm a borderline casual player, so that sounds intense. I, I'll speak more on my Sundays, uh, my Sunday opinion in a, in a little bit here. Um, the chance for Stardust in this event between Chimeco and Audino spawning in the wild at the rates they were is nuts. Their base Stardust is a thousand per catch. And then you're running a star piece. And then depending on the hourly bonus for the um, the habitats, holy cow, you could rake it in. Um, again, like I didn't go crazy. Jesse didn't go crazy. Chris was, Chris was along for the ride. Uh, Chris was, I mean, we were all plum tuckered to use a phrase I've probably never said in an actual conversation before. We were all done. Um, open lobbies for OC players, then exiting and starting new lobbies and joining in the last five. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, I mean you can. The <sighs> raids just need a ready up button. Raids just like even if it's a private lobby, you need the ready up button. That we need raids need a re... raids need a rework. Um. <sighs> Forty thousand, yeah, forty thousand Stardust trades. What'd you get from the forty thousand Stardust trades, uh, Spolik? Did you get anything good? Um, I happened to get my first tra, tra not Trapinch, not Trico, Tropius. I got my first Tropius. It's it's not good, but it's my first Tropius, and it um, costs some Stardust, and the rest of them won't. Uh, any of the rest that I get from trades will not cost as much. So it's um. More attack weighted than it is defense weighted, and then has a bit in uh, a bit in HP and stamina, so it's it's okay. Nice, got a shiny Audino. Uh, ow, 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 ow. Um, I don't know why my hand's hurting. Maybe all of the phone holding. Oh, gave out shinies. solid again don't forget to hydrate if you were out and about and it was at all warm like you're replenished the, the liquids within your 80% liquid body we are humans after all right we're all humans unless one of you is an alien <laughs> really weird and existential um uh Biomes were cool. I would have loved to see... 
Uh, margaritas are uh, would be if it's the tra- traditional margarita, double the dehydration because it's alcohol, which dehydrates you, and has a salty rim, which also dehydrates you. So probably, <laughs> if you're gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna, uh, huh, if you're gonna dehydrate, that's probably the way to go. Uh, Reggie Rock, Kyo, Mewtwo, and Gira all trades. Shinies? Um, let's see. So yeah, I think probably yeah. My fa- my favorite as far as spawn wise, Desert Mountain Cave was next. Ocean Beach was solid, and then Jungle I wasn't the biggest fan of. Let me go to what I was catching from the last hour of the Jungle. Um, what was I saying yesterday towards the tail end? It was something to the effect of I would have loved. Slackoth was spawning in jungle as well. If if someone doesn't have a good Vigoroth, like get yourself a good Vigoroth. Message like, oh no worries. No 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 worries. Uh kinda like margaritas or mojitos. Oof. Man. I don't think I've got any ice cold alcoholic beverages ready, so. Um Dang. Let's see, let's see, let's see. What was I saying? Something to the effect... Yesterday, I feel like I was saying something about... I was talking to Jesse, and I was like, I wish we could cycle through these either one more time, or they were like two-hour blocks or something. Um, Come on over. Uh, doors... I, I, if the door's locked, I will let you in. Um, Hope you are not allergic to a chocolate lab. Um, although Parker, I'm sure, will love the attention. Um, I feel like the blocks maybe could have been a little bit longer. The rotations. I appreciate the rotations. The fact that it runs through twice. Oh, what was the thing? Oh, it was. Um, I'd love to see the blocks both days. I was making mention about this today as well. Um, I would have loved to see the blocks on both days, even if it was a little less crazy as far as spawns today. Um, although the pinnacle would be blocks on both days, raids on both days, and maybe even sync up the, the raid quote unquote biomes, um, with the spawn. Um, good. You're, you're good to go. Uh, you're good to go, Sir Maximus. Um, (laughs) I can't imagine someone having like a, um, a golden retriever or, a um, yellow lab and then dying the fur pink that would be an atrocity um although i'm sure they've jumped into some sort of like fruit bin and have incidentally dyed their hair crazy like pink so um that would be a conversation for me without tangents would it I would have loved to see them rotate maybe through once more somehow or specifically it was there was a notice there was a push notification sent through from the game saying hey don't forget this biome is starting or like the um, don't forget to to go through your rotating biomes and (laughs) 
Uh, Sir Maximus is saying he's only allergic to strawberry labs. Um, there's yellow labs, chocolate labs, and black labs, and there's probably another Labrador. <laughs> Excuse me, a standard Labrador dog. But there isn't such a thing as a strawberry, because if there's a chocolate, then there might be a strawberry. So, you know. Um, explaining my tangents. The... I got a push notification basically on the last hour of, hey, don't forget, the biomes are rotating. And it's like, maybe say that in the midway, the exact halfway point for each region, and just say, hey, the biomes are rotating. Your last chance to get this next set of your the the set of biomes before they go away um just a tiny little complaint a little quality of life thing just saying like if anyone forgot or um didn't buy a ticket and didn't realize or something um i would have loved to have seen that push notification early i'm of course i'm there we're down in seattle we park and we have like two minutes before the event ends um, so we slap on items and start walking into the, uh, into the Seattle center, into the park area and we're good to go. But, um, would have loved to see maybe a little bit more push into that. I would have loved to have seen the spawns more, uh, I guess, realistically, like the amount of candy and the amount of spawns that we encountered was probably adequate anyway. Um, anyone that was fast catching or using the like gotchas was probably sweeping up two three four five times as many pokemon um with a a lot more you know total resources both before and after um so as a more casual player maybe i would have liked to have seen some more spawns maybe i'm just getting picky i don't know um, let's see what else was going on on Saturday. Uh, the, I know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jesse. For whatever reason, I was like, ah, oh, cool. The dog's fed. Uh, and you know what? Let's just, uh, talk about what happened. Cause for whatever reason, I want to basically do a, a shakedown. We won't have a battle science podcast until you know a week and a half um and i don't really know if i'm gonna how much we're really gonna talk about it on the um be sad to be honest i kind of want the be sad to be whatever off topic stuff and not really talk about pokemon but um you know figure i'll be here uh only kept my gotchas on stop catches didn't get the good pokemon caught yeah oh hydrate yep i got this quarter bottle of a gatorade watered down Um. Oh, yeah, it's good. Glacier Cherry, not sponsored, but go for it. Um. Yeah, I had my I had my Pokeball Plus go for uh, stop spins instead of catches because I found I don't know what the general consensus is on the pokeball plus but it has in my experience a a very long lag time between where you have to be on the map for it to spot uh spin stops as well as um between spinning stops and actually recognizing there's a pokemon there that it wants to catch 
it has a very long like wait time and i imagine there's some process in the background it's going through to make sure like it's not catching something it shouldn't it has to prompt all of this stuff and it's rather annoying it's very good very good it's spinning stops in the background um so much so that i had max items a lot of the time and i had to toss pokeballs um another thing about the research it gave a lot of pokeballs and not a whole lot of berries and i was basically dry on pineabs and mostly dry i still had i had some more raspberries than i had pineabs i would have loved more pineab berries i appreciate that in a couple of the hours that the the bonus challenges were extra catch candy i want to say there was a point where the extra catch candy was on the desert mountain biome and i was catching i was catching shield on with a pineab and getting six to twelve candy per catch um and that was fantastic so yeah i had 400 pokeballs and i looked at looked at the rest of my item storage and looked at the spawns and realized i was not gonna go through those so i think it today yesterday i probably tossed about 100 150 today i probably tossed another 100 or so and i'm still at around i think 250 pokeballs so i went through a lot of pokeballs but still have quite a lot um, not nothing against the amount of pokeballs it gives the research was also incredibly helpful but it's one of those things of i a hindsight's 2020 and for the future i'm going to stock up dramatically more on berries than i am on vanilla pokeballs and also gonna maybe a little prioritize a little bit more ultra balls although i really didn't use as many as i might have expected so um yeah i think i'm gonna focus on prepping my overall bag space to still have some space to spin stops and get research it's a really annoying thing if you have to have empty bag space to be able to even spin a stop to get the research so that's i don't know maybe a tiny quality of life thing that niantic can adjust at some point where you can still get research from a stop even if your bag is full but who knows if that's ever going to change um um day one research the special research meloetta the theme of putting on a music festival was very very cool i think i think it helps focus on your sound noise music themed pokemon um, which there's actually like i would almost surprisingly say and quite a number of um it makes you wonder what maybe next year's is going to be. Um, you have the option to do a lot of different themes with the different Pokemon and their um, types and roles within the Pokemon world. There's a lot of options, so there's a lot of a lot of play. So I'd be curious to see what 
next year's GoFest is if they play around with a particular theme like Meloetta. Um, I'd have to look back to see what the next Mythics might be. We could be looking at... We don't have Manaphy or Fion, which is in a really weird space where Fion is a baby form of Manaphy, but it doesn't evolve into Manaphy. You have to get it as an egg from Manaphy. So we might see next year's GoFest as some sort of weird... It maybe, maybe we see next year's GoFest as some sort of weird... Um... breeding Pokemon Center focused thing? I don't know. Maybe we see a lot of like eggs. Um, a lot of parents things. I don't know. Daycare-esque theme. I don't know. Um, although I think Fion and Manaphy are if they're focused on if, if, if somebody correct me if Manaphy or Fion are in Diamond Pearl and Platinum because if they are whatever diamond pearl platinum event we might get in november in sort of the place of the kanto tour then maybe we get it then instead i don't know what ne their next mythic that they're gonna pull out for next year's go fest um it could be hoopa i don't know when we're gonna get hoopa Um, actually, we might get Hoopa for EX raids. That's a good... We were thinking it was going to be... What's it called? Arceus. But it might be Hoopa instead. Which would make some sense that it would be popping around in EX raids and not be, like, all over the place since it's popping in and out of space-time with its portals. It is thinking with portals. Yes. Um, that's a joke um i do have one complaint with the what's it called um i have a complaint with the event costumes and it's not it's not that they can't evolve because that's not surprising it's disappointing but it's that's not surprising there is, where is, is it here? Yes, here it is. So this, I don't know. I, I didn't pay enough attention to it. I imagine other enough other people didn't pay enough attention to it. Make sure to take a snapshot during event hours on Saturday. After You have to complete the special research. By doing so, you'll encounter either Pikachu Popstar or Pikachu Rockstar, depending on your earlier choice. I didn't complete my special research until today because generally speaking, you don't, don't have to bust through it and complete it in one day. I didn't complete it until today. I lost out on the opportunity to get another Pikachu Rockstar. So you would have the, op you, you have one, you have the option of one or the other of the Pikachu pop star or Pikachu Rockstar within the um, special research. But to get the two more, you have to complete the special research. You had to have completed the special research on Saturday 
and done the photo bombs on Saturday during event hours. Or at least before Sunday's part of the event uh, started at 10. So the make sure to take a snapshot during event hours on Sunday after completing your special research. So the special research, I believe, from Saturday to encounter either Gardevoir or Flygon wearing a Meloetta-inspired hat, depending on your earlier choice. So I have one Pikachu Rockstar. I was not able to get other ones. Like, the biggest thing is that the special moves, Draining Kiss and Meter Mash, as we've said on the podcast, doesn't really change its overall performance. It has a chance to be semi-relevant in, like, a little cup at some point. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point, though, it would get banned if it is. Let's see. Pikachu. Let me see what the CP is. 371 for my one Rockstar. Um... 10, 10, 11, so its IVs are quite bad. I guess the one benefit of the the one thing with the Snapshot is that they re-roll to any IV because Snapshot snapshot Pokemon can have any IV um, combo all the, all the way down to full zeros. So, huh, my Rockstar Pikachu has Charm and Meteor Mash. What a combo. Um... interesting which the fast move charm is not an available fast move on regular Pikachu so somebody else double check their move sets and tell me if charm is exclusive on their event Pikachu as well both forms um The hat Pikachu not evolving. I'm a little disappointed. It's just the hat. Raichu wearing the hat should be should be possible. The fact that they still haven't, that they are still doing these event Pikachus that can't evolve in, in newer forms is a bit ridiculous. Um, it's not surprising, but, you know, whatever. Um, let's see... Yeah, that was I I didn't I didn't learn this basically until shoot, it was noon or so today, noon on Sunday. So, I was quite disappointed. Um I had to go through like Reddit threads cuz somebody else somebody else came up to our group and asked and I was like, you know what? I don't know. Let me check. Um, and Reddit threads seem to have, you know, the consensus that it wasn't it wasn't available on Sunday. So um, I I don't expect Niantic to go back and somehow grant people two free ones for not missing this. This was clearly stated. The fact that I missed it, I'm not the only one that missed it, but. Um, the fact that I missed it and it was right here is, you know, I don't know. Um, maybe a push notification there would have been nice. I don't know. Maybe there was one and I missed it again. I don't know. Um, um, 
let's see. Uh, oh, I guess I guess with the the costumes as well. Um, the Galarian Ponyta and Galarian Zigzagoon wearing the Meloetta inspired hats, not being able to evolve is also disappointing, but not surprising. Like they're, I don't know, I don't know. Their shinies were available, so that was cool. Uh, one of our friends, their first, their research Galarian Ponyta with the hat was a shiny. Um, and I think their first Galarian Ponyta shiny. So that was a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool instance to have. Um, so, yeah. Um, let's see. Main event announcement. Let's see what else they're saying. Um, Pokemon related to music, Whismur, Chimeco, Audino, and Temple made their Pokemon Go shiny debut, which was cool. I ended up getting shiny Chimeco, one shiny Chimeco, and I think two or three shiny Audino. Um which was cool. The shiny temple is awesome, but it's a shiny or Wismer and temple are two fairly uh, Wismer is not relevant in anything, but is a three tier. That is a reasonable candidate for community days. Um, more for fillers, although Seismitoad, depending on its moveset um, could be a fantastic PVP or raid. Um, raider opportunity so we'll have to wait and see there um, but Wismer as a normal type is mediocre um, Exploud's a cool looking Pokemon it's Chinese out but it's still a 3 tier it could get a new move it could get a what was it's move not boom burst something like that um, it has the opportunity to get a, a community move um to um, really push it to the forefront as far as, I don't know, normal types. Um, as a filler community day, it has the option to, to be that. So, um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, global challenges were cool. Habitats. Looking to see if there's anything I missed. Sh yep, they specifically say shiny rates were boosted on Saturday at a level that they were not boosted to on Sunday. Um, which I definitely encountered. Um, day two raid. Um, let's see. Overall feelings of day one, sort of to wrap up day one, I thought it was solid. Uh, got some great catches. Let me actually plug in and showcase some of my catches here um, before my battery is probably going to crap out here by the end of the day, my battery bank ran out of juice and my phone is low. Let's see. Maybe. There we go. There we go. Look at that. Look at that. I'm home. Um, 
Good thing they don't put... Oh, that's too far. Good thing they don't put uh, addresses on the streets. Not that I think we have anyone that watches any of our content that would dox us. Um, if anything, if you sent a, one of those rubber, rubber piles of poop in a box and scared us, that would give me the giggles at least a little bit. Um, let's see. We started... Did we start in the mountain biome? That makes sense because we had shield on a lot. Um, Skarmory was another one that if someone doesn't have a PvP Skarmory, they were all over the place. Um, go get them. Drapion. Like, a lot of this were fantastic. Fantastic. Both raid and PvP eligible Pokemon that, like, someone was meant... There was a number of Reddit threads looking for the, the costume information. A handful of Reddit threads I was seeing both last night and earlier today that were saying that there was nothing new... There was nothing new for community, or nothing new for GoFest, and that they were disappointed. And while I would agree that there's not a whole lot new during this GoFest... There was a lot of opportunities to get things that you either don't have good ones for or stock up on XP, on Stardust, on Candy, on Shinies. Just go ham or relax. You could take it like um, a GoFest that like take it like a GoFest like Swablu, where you probably already have fantastic IV ones. You probably already have. All of the shinies in the world. Uh, sup, AJ? AJ Styles? Um, you probably have everything you could ever possibly want for Swablu, but it's still a community day and it still has bonus Stardust. Why not go casual um, if that's your prerogative? There's no reason that if GoFest doesn't have any one thing in particular for you to not at least participate. You don't even have to buy the $15 pass. You can still go enjoy some of the spawns, enjoy the multitude of lures that have been dropping. They're three hours long. Drop your own. Um, you can still enjoy it. Um, or pass on it. Take the weekend off, you know? Who, who knows? Um, while I didn't find that there was anything exceptionally new within GoFest, I think the opportunities for for me xp and stardust and then candy for a multitude of pokemon that are incredibly rare to me um was very very helpful and very valuable so um larvitar was one larvitar was a community i missed uh, it was early on uh, early enough on i started playing the game day one but there were, uh, let's see, Pikachu I missed, and Larvitar I missed. I'm trying to think of what else I missed from Community Days very early on. I feel like that was it. There might have been one or two others that I didn't really fully participate in. Um, but those were the two primary that um, I wanted to catch a bunch of Larvitar. I hadn't gotten the shiny. So I did end up getting... I don't think it's here. 
Um, actually, funny anecdote. My first shiny of GoFest was an egg from before GoFest. And it was the shiny Wainout. So I have a 15-10-10 shiny Wainout from an egg from before GoFest. So um, got it in North Bend uh, on the 13th. And I hatched it on the 17th in Seattle and during Pokemon Go Fest day one catch. So um, it was also purple, which started off a string of pink purple themed shiny Pokemon that I would get for most of Saturday. So my second one was a Feebas, not the first shiny Feebas I've gotten. Um Let's see. Uh, all of the Frillish, I've tried to catch as many Frillish as possible. Sock was another one that I wanted to go ham for. Um, I ended up getting a rank 2 Azumarill. That is going to take me some resources to get up to. I don't have the XL candy, obviously. Um, but I do have the regular Meryl candy to at least get it up to level 40. The dust cost is something I'm going to have to bite the bullet on. But it's the rank two. It's it's going to put in some mileage. I can guarantee that. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. All of the Dino. I caught as many Dino as possible. I wanted the shiny Rog and Rolla. Couldn't, couldn't get it. The other, other, the other benefit was primarily Rog and Rolla were not weather boosted and I was looking for it's not super relevant in Great League but I was looking for a reasonable Great League oh goodness what do they call it um what's its third form I can't think of what its third form is there's Rog and Rolla there's I'm gonna I'm gonna hate myself Rolla Evolution, please tell me. Boldor and Gigalith. I was looking for a Great League Gigalith because I like Gigalith and as a rock type it can probably perform some pretty solid stuff. Um, found, I think probably my best one is like around 102 rank for a Gigalith. So um, didn't end up getting the shiny, which makes me a little sad though. So but there will be opportunities. It's another one that's probably going to get a community day. Stunfisk was another one. We ended up seeing, I don't know, maybe five or six regular Stunfisk during the first um, desert mountain biome. And then when it cycled back the second time, I think we saw one. And I was that's one that I was really disappointed in. I wanted to see more. They've been in a couple of events, but they are not very common. I guess the biggest thing is the Galarian Stunfisk. Galarian Stunfisk were weather boosted almost the entire time. And Galarian Stunfisk are primarily primarily research egg and no, research and egg. So their IV minimums are 10s. So having them be wild spawn, even with weather boosted, still gives you a better opportunity to find a better um, PvP IV with the low attack and the high defense and stamina. So I took that opportunity to try and catch as many Stunfisk as well. Um, of course, Sableye. 
Um, the shiny sable, I think, was the first non-purple. Let's see. Is my... No, that's right. Well, so that was, well, I think, the first variation. The continuing of purple shinies. Adino. Sableye was weird, but not the first shiny Sableye I've gotten. Um, I kind of forgot I caught Beldum. But then, of course, there was another Adino. And then Absol, which is pink or magenta or however. I don't know. Is this salmon? Is this is this more salmon than it is pink? I don't know. I don't know. To each their own, I guess. Uh, however you want to see it. Um, this is probably one of my grails from the first day of GoFest. This is like a rank 50 Levani for Great League. Um, Levani is a bug grass that has a like a bonkers moveset. Um, and like pretty reasonable base stats. So this thing's probably going to get some really weird usage in some really weird sylph metas. And I can't wait to use it. Like I absolutely cannot wait. Um, like out of jungle cup, like Levani, uh, Sawaddle, like I was catching Sawaddle like crazy. Um, that was that was like an awesome, awesome catch. Um, I think that was specifically incense, primarily incense spawns. So none of us really got to share the IVs that we caught for Swaddle. Um, Jesse and I are going to do mirror trades and then transfer them. Don't forget Tuesday. No one's corrected me, so I believe it's still the case. Tuesday, the 20th. The spotlight hour is who gives a crap, but the bonus is double transfer candy. So if you have things like shield on where you need a level 50 or swaddle that are really rare and you don't have a whole lot of candy for, um, keep them all for Tuesday for spotlight hour and transfer them. Jesse and I are going to do mirror trades so we can get an extra candy or two per trade and then keep the rest and transfer them on Tuesday. Um, you basically can try and maximize the amount of one reroll stats, get extra candy and two, if they're garbage, which they probably will be, it is still rerolling with trades with best friends. Um, and then transferring them for double transfer candy. I don't believe double transfer candy affects XL candy. I don't believe so. I believe those are completely different stats as far as the rates for XL candy. So You'd have to sort of, uh, I expect to not get extra XL candy there. Um, let's see. The shiny Larvitar. The first shiny Larvitar. Um, I was very excited to get this. It's lime green. Um, it's beautiful. Lime green with raspberry. Um, I love it. It probably won't get evolved. Maybe I'll get another one at some point. But um, we've yet to see an event where Larvitar or Tyranitar gets smacked down again, I believe. Like this event was Flygon and Gardevoir. Actually, in Fly Flygon and Gardevoir only. I don't think Gallade got its Synchronoise as part of this event. So maybe we see that here in 
um, space time and other ultra unlocks or something. Um, but fingers crossed. Actually, we might get Larvitar with... I think it's supposed to be time where we get shiny shield on and shiny Cranidos. So maybe, I don't know. They really haven't uh, talked too much about these upcoming events, but back to go fast. Um, the shiny Scroopy was one that I was looking for as well. Um, it's so red and beautiful and its stats are so bad and I would expect nothing less. So um, day one, solid, a lot of candy, a lot of candy as much candy as I could handle as far as catches and pineapple berries would allow. So, oh, another grail. Uh, rank six Hydragon, or Zwellius, I should say. Rank six Zwellius for Great League. This thing's gonna get some usage too. I'm very excited. This one, I could evolve right now, but I'm, I don't know, for whatever reason, I'm gonna wait, so. Um. Jesse's very pleased he got his favorite. He got his shiny uh, his shiny Snorlax, which is his favorite Pokemon, and I'm very excited for him. I was a little sad that there wasn't Vulpix spawns in, like, Desert Mountain or anything, um, but it was uh, spawned during Kanto tour, you know, six-ish months ago, so I'm not, like, super surprised. Um, I'll have my time. Aeron and Vulpix will have their times. I will have my moment. I will freak out. I will scare people that have no context to what's going on. Um, I will have my moments. Uh, today and yesterday were not my moments. So, you know. Um, okay, day two. Day two, as someone that's more of a casual player and personally, I'll just get my thoughts on raids out of the way. Raids are rather boring they're tap fests you get enough people if you get a, a small handful of people they're easily doable um there's a whole lot of waiting there's a whole lot of just generally tapping there's not a whole lot of strategy uh, the game handholds a lot i i'm not i'm not impressed with raids um they need a rework they need adjustments they need quality of life upgrades that being said, having all of the legendaries all at once makes it no, no, okay, not not necessarily all at once, but having the legendaries spawn. I'm gonna unplug my phone here because I'm at 14%. It's just gonna die quicker. Um, having all of the legendaries in what they were doing, um, cool idea makes sense with the theme of Hoopa basically space-time abducting the legendary Pokemon into raid battles. Um, a cool concept leads to some interesting story stuff. I've said before I would love for Pokemon Go to have more sort of like narrative drives and I think this is a really cool sort of showcase of that. Um where like Koopa's sort of mischievous mischievousness and powers put it into a, a cool opportunity for kind of like the light storytelling we get for community days with 
a, a more like sort of bigger thing. And I would be more interested to see if this continues if kind of the 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 raid day is a prologue for what happens with space time and Jesse's going to have to buy me a a burger aka um altered dimension with Giratina for the ultra unlocks. Um I I th- I kind of hope Hoopa is used as far as narrative for the those next ultra unlocks. Um because there's, you know, story there. There's there's history and story and abilities that a lot of people that play Pokemon Go haven't played the main series games. They might watch a little bit of the anime. They might not watch the anime at all. Um, the card games have like no narrative in them, like whatsoever, because unless there's like like tiny bits of flavor text, um, maybe they play a narrative similar to, similar to like Magic: The Gathering, where there's something going on in the background, but the cards themselves, you really have to piece things together. Um, Pokemon Go is this really interesting launching point for Pokemon fans that haven't gotten into other pieces of Pokemon media um, that they can sort of tell their own story in relation to, you know, our world in this sort of uh, virtual, virtual reality, augmented reality. So I think the Hoopa storyline is cool. I'd like to see that pushed having all of the legendary raids at once is cool if you're trying to farm candy for anything in particular if you don't have something from before um this is where i more agree with there was nothing really new here and i wasn't super impressed so with the thought that sorry i'm peeling the label off of this gatorade bottle idle hands or the devil's plaything. With the thought that the space time and whatever third ultra unlock week is going to be, my thought was Dialga and Palkia are going to come back and Giratina is probably going to come back too. So the thought there is that we don't have the shinies of Di- so we don't have the shinies of Dialga and Palkia in the game. We also don't have the shinies of a number of other legendaries. Um, Basically anything more recent, we don't have the shinies released. Uh, We also don't have... Let's see, there's... Kyogre and Groudon that have their primal forms. Rayquaza that has... Rayquaza. Green Serpent. That has its... What is it called? Delta that has its delta form, which is basically the its own form of Omega. Um, those will be released at some point or have to be released at some point since they're doing Megas. And then on top of that, there are signature moves for Kyogre Groudon, Rayquaza, Dialga Palkia, Giratina, all of these legendaries. So let me just go to the details here with um, Sunday gameplay reveal let's see if this has the list um, 
Let's see. Latias, Latios. I think Ho-Oh and Lugia have their... Ho-Oh, I think, does have Sacred Fire. I don't think Lugia has... Whatever. Whatever Lugia is. I can't think of what Lugia's signature move is. There's a number of like legendary signature moves we don't have in the game yet. So... It's... They're going to come back again. They're great excuses to bring these legendaries back. This isn't the last time these legendaries are, are going to be around. So my... Other than an exorbitant amount of XP and Stardust, I didn't have a ton of... Drive to run a whole lot of raids. And even with the XP and Stardust gains that were possible with the amount of raids. Um, raids are boring and not really interactive. And so I I didn't have the drive to do a whole lot of raids today. Um, I did a handful. Get some candy. Get XP. Get Stardust. Um, get a bunch of items too. Like, a, holy cow. Um, I went from having like 30 like hyper potions to 112 at the end of the day. So I'm stocked up on hyper potions for a while, I guess. Um, the hours are a interesting way of organizing them, organizing the raids, the format of raids, basically refreshing about every 20 minutes, not a bad option as well. There were a couple of times where we were able to sort of like take our breath or take a deep breath, look around. Um, nice. A million XP. You need to do 20 raids depending on the raid timer. I, I think, I mean, I can talk to the cows come home that like raids need some quality of life. I think a lot of people would agree raids need some quality of life updates like badly um there's also the weird like mystery energy that you like gain and then goes away as well as like hp that you like lose and comes back um and like desync issues within raids where there's like shadow damage and like fainting glitches and stuff that like raids need. I, I don't know how possible it is to do top to bottom, a top to bottom raid rework where maybe some of the most of the mechanics are the same, but you like remove the chance of most of these errors from happening. But I would, I don't. If they had to remove raids from the game for like a month or two to fix this kind of thing and overall improve the quality of raids, do it because man, are legendary raids something that just doesn't excite me. And I would be curious to see. Uh, of course, there's always a population, a, a percentage of the game that's not going to be excited by, you know, a particular portion of the game. But I would love to see some improvements in the raid system for me to be at least more excited and more positive on the raid system. Um, 
because at this point it's tapping simulator. So, and it's only tapping simulator if you get enough people. <sighs> All right, uh, ranty annoyance sort of out of the way. Um, there's something about Sunday, something about today that with the spawn still sort of in the background and these raids happening that not being in a really dense myself Jesse and Chris went out and we were in we took Jesse's car and we drove around let's see we started in Issaquah we started in Issaquah and then drove around a bit and then headed back into the Snoqualmie Valley and driving around to get the right raids. I mean, maybe if we were in a more raid-dense area, we would walk around more. Um, there'd be a little bit more breathing room. But where we were playing, there was a bit of driving around to hit the raids that we were looking for. Um, and I think pulling that away from the standard incense and catching of you know things that we didn't get from yesterday from from saturday i i think there was sort of this weird pull either make it a more even split where you know all of the stuff from saturday are happening at the same time as sunday and it's happening for both days or make it a more specific hey the catch stuff is specifically saturday maybe it's a midnight uh I, well, they have a solid start and end time so that people aren't trespassing and stuff. And I can understand that, but maybe make it longer, make it a little bit more free flowing. I don't know. It, the, the catch is on one day. Remove the spawns from Sunday. Make it raid day or something. Um, maybe it's two weekends in, a row, weekends in a row. I don't know. Um, but there's something about there was something about today, about Sunday, that I splitting my attention between the two and looking for the shinies and extra candy and looking for, you know, the Dino and the Stunfisk, the Frillish, this occasional Swaddle today, um, and looking for that shiny Aeron between doing that and popping into raids and communicating with other people in discord chats to make sure that we had people and that we were, you know, remoting into other raids when we didn't have a raid with us or raid near us. Um, and making sure they were in the game as well as like moving around and driving to other raids and stuff. There's something I, I think just pulling the attention around too much that I made Sunday a little less impressive to me. Now, I don't know. I have no idea what my plans are for next year's GoFest. I would love the opportunity to either be in downtown Seattle for both days where the spawns, general spawns and raids are going to be more consistent both days um, or even go into Chicago or another place outside of our normal area to get a, a better sense and a more not that you didn't get a sense of the community in Seattle but 
get a sense of other people's communities and see another part of see Pokemon Go in another another place you know experience another place through the lens of Pokemon Go um, I'd like to have that opportunity you know uh, next year I, I think um, so I think that might change my overall feel changing my approach of Sunday I think for next year I think will change my overall opinion if the format stay the same but there's something about Sunday that I'm not super I'm not against it but I was not the A plus incredibly positive super stoked and maybe I'm also just tired I've not gotten enough sleep and with the last two days going on um, walking around and, and being up early and not being up late but not you know going to bed at a reasonable time it's you know maybe not led to the the best experience the best um brain space so um that being said the amount of raid passes they were handing out was impressive um i think i took advantage of all of the regular raid passes i believe and then all of the remote raid passes from the timed research but I do have the I didn't get to the three remote raid passes unless actually I actually had to go into work for the last 30 minutes of the event small chance that Jesse actually ended up using my no I actually don't want that it's the wrong game um, small chance Jesse actually used my raid passes those three remote raid passes. Um, let's see. Yes, he used the three remote raid passes. Cool. Um, he they did three Dialga and a Rayquaza. Unless they did another raid and it doesn't show up, that I didn't end up. They didn't end up catching the game for me. Um, I need to go into work. The somebody called in sick and somebody needed. Uh, we needed a second person to close, but um, it's probably too much information. Nobody cares. But um, yeah, they gave a lot, a lot of raid passes. Um, and as somebody that was holding on to a couple of extras between, I think, two, the stacked free raid pass from yesterday and a couple of premium and a couple of remote raid passes from the last week or two of research breakthroughs. I had a lot of raid passes and didn't even use all of them. Um, and I would say I did a solid amount of, for casual player, a solid amount of raids, I would say. Um, so that was cool. The one thing that they, when it comes to like, premium items like they'll give you they they gave a handful of incense for the collection challenges on saturday and i think one or two additional incense via timed research and special research which was cool um the hour-long incense 
definitely, I think you equaled out. If you had one or two to start with and you completed the collection challenges, you would get about enough incense to last you the event at least Saturday um, to end up a net zero of used to gain um, incense. Star pieces and lucky eggs were a little less generous within the research and such. I can kind of understand that. Um, it's unfortunate those were only 30 minutes long. Um, it would have been more appreciated if they were an hour long. Just get it just with the overall event length between the two days. Um, but they also want an opportunity to make money. Speaking of making money, there was a single super incubator in all of the research with a half hatch distance, I believe. Was it half hatch, hatch distance? The event? Um, maybe only Saturday was half hatch distance. Let's see. Uh, day one... Um, um, where is my intro, my details here? Um, both days. Um, where is my info there? Um, using Android devices on Saturday, July 17th. I don't know if I saw any more details on the eligible for an exclusive sponsored gift to help power their Pokemon Go Fest experience. I don't know if I saw any information on the Android device specific. I don't know. I'd probably have to, I'd have to do more research on that one. Um, let's see. Um, both days trainer photos will be uh, featured in today view all lure modules active for three hours half hatch distance on eggs both days when placed in an incubator during event hours so half hatch distance a very small changing in 7k egg pool of Igly Buff, Chingling, and Audino and more from 7k eggs no incubators. Um, I didn't buy any incubators. I didn't feel the need to buy incubators. There was a couple pieces of research to hatch eggs, which was kind of annoying. But um, yeah, eggs are kind of a little bit of a pain point within Pokemon Go. Not that they're irrelevant, but they could use some more relevance. They could use some quality of life stuff. I buying incubators is, I don't know. I don't. Not. A, I'm not a fan of it. Um. Yeah. Uh, eggs. Egg incubators. They gave you one super incubator. You would have to buy more if you wanted to consistently hatch stuff. I think I probably hatched maybe 10 eggs, probably less than that in the last two days. Um, 
I guess realistically, Sunday's walk distance was considerably less. Um, so our like hatch distance and such was probably considerably less as well. Um, less opportunities, but we're still out and about. So I don't know. <clears throat> I'm sure there's 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 people that were hatching just massive amounts of eggs with massive amounts of incubators. And I've got no problem with that. Um, it was just interesting to see that there was no other. There's one. You get one incubator, one super incubator, not even a regular incubator. You just get one super incubator. I think like stage two of the special research on Saturday. And that's it. Frederick, are you asking what my thought is next for Pogo? Like, what are we... Like, what's happening next? I can only give my assumptions. I'm not a developer. Um, we did complete the Ultra Unlocks, so time, space, and I swear if it's not Giratina, um, I'm going to be sad because I would owe Jesse a cheeseburger. Um, cheeseburger bet. Um, dang, two bounce backs for my buddy. I'll take that in a row. Um, plus, but let me go back to it because they reference it somewhere. Um, the unlock, they didn't give a ton of info. That should be, let's see, here we are. Part one time. Um, starts on Friday, July 23rd. So this upcoming Friday, that's it. Uh, Pokemon from various eras. I think it was data mined that the shinies for shield on and cranny dose. I don't think it was announced, but, um, it might've been data mined that the shinies for shield on and cranny dose, which is, um, no, is it cranny dose? Is that the first or the second form? Um, Shieldon, Bastiodon, Cranidos, and someone correct me. What is Cranidos' evolve form? Because I unfortunately have not evolved Cranidos. Don't at me. Cranidos. I also can't spell. Um, Rumpardos. Um, Kranidos' uh, shiny is actually pretty dope. It's uh, red. Um, take a look at that. Uh, get hype. Um, so that will start on Friday. I think it's a week. Friday, July 23rd to August 3rd. So you're looking at... One... A week and a half. A week and a half. Um, let me look at what shield on. What's can I go previous? Where's my previous button? Actually, it's down here at the bottom. Rampardos and Shield on. Shield on. Space turns blue. Bastiodon also blue. So impressively less exciting, um, but still shiny. So that's gonna happen. Yeah, they become blue and red. Um, they become the opposites then. 
Uh, I'm hoping, let's see, time. I Who knows what else we're getting in the time event. We could see maybe a forward in time where we get some like Alolan generation Pokemon. Um, although maybe it's a little premature for that. We might get like the Alolan starters, but who knows? Um, part two space. That's going to be Friday, August 6th. So a few days after time wraps up. I don't know if we're getting new shiny raids. The thought. So it's either. If it follows the trends of other legendaries, we'll get a shiny Dialga for time, shiny Palkia for space. And then later on down the line, we'll get their um, exclusive moods, moves or um, signature moves. But nothing is confirmed at this point. Nothing is confirmed. Um, part three, I think it's Giratina where we'll go into the Shadow Realm as Jesse would m smack me for saying. Um, because it's a Yu-Gi-Oh joke. Haha. <laughs> can't forget to hydrate um oh going back to space the sort of scuttlebutt of space is that the some of the regionals will switch fingers crossed tropius will come to north america um because i would love some and i'm a little bit confused as to the consistency in which tropius has performed well enough to be banned in sulfurina metas so making it more widely available would um, should change that I would hope but probably not who knows um, yep and then part three probably Giratina it could be Hoopa they could put us on our toes um, abnormal events continue to happen what awaits us during part three um, I think it's probably Giratina because space and time if you're following the trend of the Diamond and Pearl games, Diamond, Pearl and then Platinum. And Platinum is Giratina and Platinum had its going into the Dark Dimension sort of weird things. Maybe Hoopa's just um, Arceus we might get in so there, my thought is that we might get Arceus within EX raids here coming up there's a chance we get Hoopa in EX raids instead with this sort of story. We'll see if the Ultra Unlocks have, as I was mentioning before, Frederick, we'll see if the GoFest, like, day two Hoopa shenanigans that was putting legendaries in all of the raid spots. Um, we'll see if the Hoopa shenanigans get continued in a, some sort of special research story. Um, that might explain what's going on with the time and space stuff um, and then whatever happens in part 3 and then beyond that Arceus they might wait for Arceus for the Pokemon Sinnoh Legends Arceus game that comes out in January or February um, that might be a little bit long to wait but Arceus also comes out within that same... It comes out within Sinnoh. So having the Sinnoh remakes in November-ish, they could still get delayed. 
the Sinnoh remakes in November and the Legends Arceus game in uh, early 2022 would be a pretty reasonable time to put out Dialga Palkia, Giratina, and then Arceus, potentially Shaman, potentially whatever else. Um, I think Hoopa and... I think Hoopa and Meloetta are part of that same Sinnoh region, but I actually think they're a generation ahead, so I'm not 100% sure. Um, but just purely speculation and looking at what's with what what we have now and looking ahead um, at what's to come. So, um, let's see. But I've already been going for hour and a half i was thinking i was gonna go for an hour um i'm gonna wrap this up so that i can walk dog and potentially get reasonable sleep i get to work tomorrow go fest 2021 i think was a solid event of some common spawns but a lot of uncommon spawns a lot of opportunities for some really good really good sort of accumulation of uh, candy, rare spawns stardust, XP uh, going out distance, all of that stuff uh, walking distance um, basically getting back to a quote unquote normal while we're still going through you know, we're still in this pandemic. People are people are probably tired. It's like, Steven, shut up. You've talked about it enough. And I would agree. I've talked about it enough, but apparently not enough. Uh, not that I'm going to make any difference as far as the vaccination rates and the COVID cases and stuff. But it's still happening. Um, day one was solid. The, the spawns were great. The rotations were solid. The candy opportunities were great um they didn't skimp out on pokeballs at all um i don't think anyone i i i'm sure there's going to be people that were like yeah i ran out of pokeballs um and those people were probably catching like crazy um from a casual's perspective tons of pokeballs no complaints there i would i need to stock up on berries um learning experience i need to stock up on berries for big events like this because they're going to be a little bit more stingy on berry drops and a lot more lucrative in pokeball drops um day two wasn't as big of a fan because i think raids at this point they've gotten tiny little reworks but they've never gotten really big quality of life rework they have not been modernized to current Pokemon Go standards, I think. Um, maybe stat mod modifications, stat uh, buff debuff moves need to apply to raids. Maybe um, the mechanics need to change. The way raid lobbies work, the timers raids need an adjustment and i think i i felt that here more than anywhere that raids raids need adjusting uh, 
it's it's not the biggest issue in the game but i think it's one of the biggest points of improvement that if raids got an update there would be a significant change in not not the way the game's played but i i think if the if raids were improved then i think the overall health of the game would would improve as well i think there would there would be a lot more um positive a lot more positive feelings about this game if if raids were improved because right now i think it's in a really weird spot of being just okay um like mechanically wise and interactively wise um both days like taking out the what i've caught the shinies all of that stuff i would say both days were a pretty fantastic event i didn't hear any issues with servers other than don't hop into a raid on raid day with five minutes or less if you get kicked out it rotates through uh, it rotated through legendaries uh, fast enough that if you get kicked out with less than five minutes, the chances of you getting back to that Pokemon as the reward encounter were pretty slim and you would basically waste a pass. Um, but that's sort of just the way that the mechanics work as far as the rewards and such reward encounters and how that functions when the, within the game that are a little awkward plus the fact of the constantly respawning legendaries um yeah i didn't hear i i mean i'll i'm gonna spend some time tonight diving through twitter and reddit and seeing what all people's interactions were how server stability was but i think overall it was pretty pretty damn solid of a go fest um i didn't hear anything from apac as far as absolutely having trashed servers that weren't working for you know the first two three hours of the of day one um which is great and then hopefully Niantic, the community team, the dev team, all had a solid experience. Um, I don't think, personally, I mean, I'm somewhat easy to please here. Um, I don't have any reason to send death threats or hate towards Niantic's way. I think this was a super solid event. Um, the giant raid egg in Chicago was a really interesting touch. Um like graphic the the live stream itself was pretty darn cool i think they could have there's like little improvements that i would love to see with like the interaction of it and the showcasing of it i think the live stream like transitions between raids and the like lead up to it i think was maybe a little too long um we were expecting some crazy announcement and for like hoopa to appear or something um and i think it took a while for it to recognize or for us to really 
the first raid was Mewtwo, and we're like, okay, Mewtwo's in raids everywhere. We won't know that this is weird until the second raid spawns, and if it spawns something else, then it's the kickoff to Sunday's raid event. Um, and then when it was, it was like, okay, that's cool, but it's like one giant egg in Chicago, and... Like it's a cool, it, it, it's a cool interaction. I, I, I mean, yeah, I think, I think, like hype wise, it was like, okay, this is really interesting. Production wise, I think it was fantastic. Um, the giant egg projectors running, the graphics package they had on the live stream, um, the music was sick. Um, I think when. Giratina showed up as the raid boss. There was some like weird, like otherworldly, like lo-fi electronic music that was like, I was like, all right, this, I'm vibing now. This is dope. Um, it's like you know, eight o'clock here, uh, ten o'clock in Chicago or whatever, and I'm like, I'm vibing. This is dope. Um, uh, what else? Yeah, I think that's GoFest. I think it's GoFest. Solid experience. Solid performance. I think Niantic did a really solid event. Um, we have another year before next GoFest for more Pokemon to be introduced into the game. Um, new hats, new themes, new features, depending on what they do. Who knows? Um more community to get together another 12 months for us to really jiggly dad you had to get here right as i'm ending it i was only expecting to be here for an hour and I'm, it's been an hour and 40 so um yeah i mean we have um this will probably just go up as i might just put this on the as a, on the podcast stream as me talking about GoFest because I don't think our, our Battle Science After Dark is really going to dive too deep into this. And the next Battle Science podcast is going to be a week and a half from now. Um, yeah, I everyone's exhausted. It's a wonder I'm talking for an hour and 40 minutes by myself here. Um, I have the content to talk about, though. So, um, Solid GoFest. Hats off to uh Meloetta, hats off to niantic for putting on a solid event again i didn't hear any complaints from apac that the servers were absolutely destroying themselves but that doesn't mean that they weren't absolutely destroying themselves and there were a couple of moments where like with all of the raids going on that like there were a little bit of little bits of lag a little bit of oddities um but as a game that's being played by hundreds of thousands, if not millions of players, all in the same weekend, all accessing servers and playing together and pinging cell towers and all of this crazy sci-fi junk that if you mention to anyone at all in like 1994 or 1995 when Pokemon first released, you would have blown their minds. Um, I would say it was a pretty darn solid execution um 
Am I missing something? I almost feel like I'm missing something. Good spawns, good candy, good XP, good stardust. Um, sticking to the theme of music was solid. Um, oh, it was... Um, oh, what was I thinking? It was... Finding a way to integrate, like, the music was a really cool thing. And I think being in COVID land, COVID times, like, actually having, like, gatherings would not be super smart. But um, if they did a music theme kind of thing, like, um, if they did some sort of music theme in the future, I think having, like, live music would be really cool. Um it would be kind of bizarre since everyone's like up and moving, but like if you could get a DJ or two, even if they're, you know, not like headliner DJs, but like people that can put together a playlist in real time, um, and play it over like a set of speakers over a general area or something to like get you more in the vibe. I, I guess that's me speaking, speaking to the fact of I didn't turn my music on to listen to the special music in game so you know yeah that's my fault um but i'd love some like more you know funky vibes and stuff um jiggly dad like the chicago egg was like nothing special in the sense of like in-game mechanically but i think the chicago egg was a really cool like live demonstration of some of the tech they have in like a AR sense of connecting with their servers and the information they have and presenting that in the real world outside of the game client on a phone. Um, I think that's cool. I would love to see an official Niantic like API thing. Having worked at a uh, an independent movie theater that was, yeah, so they showed which, um, like, before the raids were, like, um, all of the raids went off, it looked like they were showing who was holding the gym, um, which didn't seem to change over. It looked like Valor was burying the absolute living crap out of whatever Pokemon were in there. Um, good for Team Valor. I'm a Team Valor. Um, Jiggly Dad, were you? You you weren't you were you there? Uh, speaking as someone that was watching the live stream, I don't have all of the information. Um, from watching the live stream, uh, it looked kind of you were there. Okay, uh, tell me I'm wrong then. Um, give me give me them facts. Um, I'll eat all of the crow. Um, it's from the live stream. It looked pretty cool. Um, I'd love to see more. I'd love to see a, an official Niantic like API where you can like associate a like string of LED lights via like a Arduino thing to a particular gym in a region. I worked at an independent movie theater that was a gym. And if we could host a Pokemon Go event or a Pokemon like themed party or something, and we could change the LED lights that are in our lobby, depending on who holds the gym, that would be amazing. But the only way to really do that is manually. 
or using some crazy spoofing stuff. So like spoofing-esque, like hack bot. Well, no. No, you could build a bot for it, probably not too crazy. Then you could integrate it with Discord, probably, and it could upgrade, update via Discord notifications and build an API for it. It'd be unofficial. I would love to see a Niantic official. Um, was it visually impressive, Jiggly Dad, the egg? Because it seemed kind of cool from the live stream. From a production standpoint, I really liked the egg. Um, from a experience standpoint, not being there, it was very anticlimactic. Um, several pop-up gyms, pop gyms surrounding another gym. The middle gym never changed from Valor. They were presenting some sort of alleged real-time info. It didn't seem to correlate to the main gym. And then in the end, they played the three logo videos and gave the impression the Mystic won, but they didn't explain it. Yeah, that seems weird yeah like i mean i guess like lack of communication is one of like the pseudo core pillars of niantic though so yeah that could always be better um i saw the ghost stadium message that like something was happening and like a picture of the like little flyer that they handed out um Yeah, yeah, I could. There were, I mean, oh, you get enough people, and especially gamers in an area, um, like even a digital space together, and you're gonna set expectations. They're gonna set expectations that are too high anyway. Um, no, like raid invites, like even the. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going into. I'm going way past what I wanted to go. The uh, Sunday experience as far as like inviting people um, became a nightmare, especially in our local community where a lot of the gyms can be accessed from a more central place in town. And we're trying to invite people from like Seattle, but our the maximum 10 um, invite invitees got capped like immediately because people are remoting in from in town and we had to private lobby to get people from out of town in with enough space um and it was really annoying everybody was in the egg area the almighty egg i liked that they made it made it a little ominous though they were hyping it up online that was kind of funny um but yeah, there's always like that kind of thing is a cool idea and maybe and I hope along with just about everything else from this event, I think there's a, a lot of positives, but then there's a, a lot of stuff to take um, a lot of takeaways to improve stuff. So. Didn't they do absolutely crazy EX raid lobbies last year or the year before? Or not EX raid lobbies, but like five-star raid lobbies. As I continue this, you know, let's just, maybe we just go to two hours, I don't know.
I mean, Jiggly Dad, as I've said, I, as I was saying before, because I tried to make it sync. Um, uh, who cares at this point? Let's just throw all that out the window. Um, they were just doing Meowth raids. Oh, that's right. They were all doing Meowth raids, and they've just made it super condensed. Um, I mean, the raids day two weren't all that impressive. They were just the things we... There's nothing new. There's just more opportunities for candy and a whole lot of XP and Stardust um, if you wanted to go absolutely ham. Um, but it was six hours, roughly six hours of what a raid evening would be. So as somebody that doesn't raid a whole lot, I just wasn't super excited, excuse me, super excited and didn't come out super pleased. So that's true. I did get the Yveltal, Yvel, whatever. I think it's Yveltal. I don't know why I'm trying to mispronounce it. Um, I didn't get the Yveltal before anyone that like is super chill as far as legendary raids like it, they're they're all there except for you know Deoxys the mythics um, the regional lake spirits I didn't get any invites but I also didn't try so you know um, yeah the rocket stuff was cool I do remember that I remember that specifically um, there was one section of the quest on day one that wanted two, what is it, two rocket battles. And that was it. That's all that mattered. And that kind of sucks. Um, I would have loved a little bit more interaction with rocket. Not particularly on day one, because day one was just go catch stuff. Just go catch as much stuff as you possibly can. Catch until your fingers are bleeding. Not, don't actually catch until your fingers are bleeding. Um... Oh, yeah. I mean, I did, too. I was like, oh, no, I got to stop. I got to find rocket battles, and I got to stop catching stuff because these spawns are great, and I have to battle stuff. So, like, if they made it a mix, if they made Sunday a mix of raids and rocket battles, make it a little bit more, like, it's not just raid day. It's, like, competitive day or something um, or training day, like... I don't know. I'd probably have a overall better experience and better opinion of Sunday, but uh, it's just me as somebody that doesn't like raids, but likes PVP more. Uh, it's training, training day. Oh, I was mentioning to a buddy of mine that we were hitting all of the gyms and he pulled up the, um, Oh, goodness. Let me pull up the... I certainly can't play it on Twitch because they will not like it. But uh, I think it was John Oliver and his jokes about getting buff, getting swole. Um... Uh, the Temple of Swole. Jim Jokes compilations. Uh, can I get the share link? Can I... Uh, copy link address. Here we go. There you go. Take that. Go watch that. Because I can't play that on Twitch. I'm going to watch that later. Um, 
But I was like, yeah, you know, just do a bunch of raids, get a bunch of XP, get swole, get to your higher levels. Um, I hope a lot. I hope people took advantage of the sheer amount of XP and Stardust that you can get in these last two days to bring themselves up to a, one, a more competitive level, and two, try and get up to level 40 at least so that they can get you can get XL candy um, and then get beyond that because the grind from 40 to 50 is I mean if you didn't already do a whole lot on XP you've got a lot of work just like me just like me I've got a whole lot of work to go through um, I passed the XP threshold for 42 but I have to complete the, the challenges so um I'm looking at a, a lot more, a lot more work to get myself to to level fifty. So, I think that's it. I think I've gone on long enough. I'm absolutely dead tired, and the dog needs a walk, and I need food. Um, suffice to say, solid go fest. I'm excited for next year. Um, don't forget, if you still have stuff you want extra candy for, transfer them on Tuesday during the spotlight hour. It's double transfer candy. Take advantage of it. Specifically, I would say Sawaddle and Shield On are the two, the two to focus on if you still have those and haven't already transferred those because... Shield on, you need that XL, and Swaddle are technically rarer than Dino in general non-event wild spots. So, if you don't know about that, go listen to the podcast. Uh, a couple of months ago, uh, I think it was titled "Wanted Dead or Alive" or "Swaddle Wanted Dead or Alive." Um, in the main series games, it has there is a um, brains misfiring. Um, there's precedence for Swaddle to be rarer than Dino, even though it's a bug grass and not at all um, as impressive type and performance wise. So, all right. Thank you to the handful of you that joined me live for this almost two hour long rant spew of thoughts and experiences from GoFest 2021 um, glad I got to hang out with friends weather was pretty darn solid I am a little burnt um, got some good catches got some good XP got some good stardust enjoyed myself which is the primary function primary priority double positives um thank you to whoever might be listening to this after because this is long enough to go in its own podcast format so this might go up on I'll double check in with jesse maybe put it up on the battle science podcast feed um so y'all can check it out y'all can listen so thank you for joining me uh y'all have a good night get some rest Go Fest weekend is over. We can all take a deep breath before we have a couple 
couple of days until these ultra unlocks to dive into. Um, and as our normal sign off is, we'll catch you out there on the battlefield. <laughs>